Stage Talk is brought to you by Mojo Stratus. Stratus is true cloud auto-scaling technology for Magento. Built by industry leaders and cloud architects, Stratus is a revolution in cloud hosting. Magento 2? No problem. Holidays? Flash sales? No problem. 100% uptime or your money back. Give Stratus a try today risk-free and tell them Mage Talk sent you. Check them out today at magemojo.com. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O.com. This podcast is brought to you by Commerce Hero, a better way to find a Magento developer for your next project or full-time hire. Hello, welcome to Mage Talk. Uh, today I have with us uh, David Manners, longtime friend of the Magento community. How you doing, sir? I'm good, man. I'm pretty warm, but uh, I'll survive. What's the temperature out there? And you got to do, if you do Celsius, I'm going to immediately uh, Google it. So it's 40, or it was 40 Celsius, so it's 102. Okay, I actually, 40 is the one I looked up recently. Okay. So I knew that one. I thought it was like 100 and, yeah. Dude, that's 100. Yeah, for so a country with no aircon. With no, <laughs> no aircon whatsoever. Oh, air conditioner. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. guys call that aircon. We call it AC. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Dude, that's um, so. You don't have any air conditioner. No, 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 no. Fans, windows open, windows wow. open in the morning and yeah. the night. Clear the house of any hot air. And then close the windows, shut the blinds during the day. And it's manageable. Yeah. Today we had a huge thunderstorm. Okay. That cleared everything. So we had that whole house open for like 30 minutes and just, nice. just slushed the air out and stuff. Nice. Yeah. yeah I love uh, thunderstorms and stuff mm. like that. It's always so nice and everything smells fresh afterwards and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's good. It's nice. Maybe I'll sleep tonight. It's been, you know, too hot for sleep. Oh stuff. God, dude. Weeks. Yeah, that's so rough. Like, it's similar mm. temperature over here. Like, uh, high nineties or basically similar temperature, but everybody has AC. So when you go inside, it's like you know, you're mm. you're good. You know. Yeah, um, my wife took the kids to the library because that's the only thing locally that has air conditioning that we could think of gotcha that you could easily socially distance it yeah 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 like, oh, it was so nice we just sat there and read and i'm like oh i had to sit here and work <laughs> like in my pants kind of thing but right underwear not pants all right <laughs> to be clear to be clear <laughs> yeah just to be clear it was literally underwear nice man so i mean we're talking today um Remote work. We got to mm -hmm. talk a little about Mage Engage. We got to revisit that a little because I feel like you pioneered some things there. Um, <laughs> okay. And uh, also, I, I was looking at some of your recent tweets. The uh, you mentioned the Magento functional testing framework, which uh, oh, yeah. which yeah. was cool because not a lot of people talk about that one. Um, so that'd mm -hmm. be interesting to kind of dive into um, and stuff like that. So I guess to kick it off. How's everything going in general? I mean, you were uh, on, uh, you worked for Magento, and then I mm -hmm. guess it was three years ago now you moved to work uh, with an agency. Um, other way around. Other way around. Three years ago, I went to Magento. September, oh. switch back to it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I, my time frame is totally no. off. Like we were talking about skating, and I could have sworn. Mm -hmm. That I remembered you were like posting pictures of skating like a few weeks ago. You're like, dude, that was three years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three years ago. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, how's everything going? Yeah, good, man. Um, Magenta was fun. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I really enjoyed going around, meeting the community, connecting with them, shaping the product from the community's request. That was cool. Um, and seeing a wider community, like I was used to the German community and a little bit of the wider European one, but I was uh, uh, sorting through like my phone and old pictures and stuff and going through like trips to Belarus to see agencies there, um, India trips, Indonesia trips, like worldwide community. And, and you only see like, a, you get so into your community bubble, like you, you localize, right? Because that's it, right? And so it was amazing to see how widely 
uh, Magento is used and, and how people actually like super, super care about Magento. Like they really, they want to make it better. Right. And, uh, yeah. and so I, I love that side of it. Um, travel got to me in the end. Um, um, I'll just be honest. Like I was like when I was traveling, I was so focused on work and it was so like, Hey, you're at conferences, you're full on. And then I would come home and it was quite hard for me to shift back into like family life. Right. Um, and so one of the, yeah, that was one of the reasons I decided to change something a bit more local, um, uh, kind of look after myself, look after my family a bit more that I, I could have done with traveling, but it was it definitely harder. Right? Um, Dude. Yeah. Travel so, is, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, it's for, I think everybody's different, but like it's, it definitely takes a toll on me and mm. I'm kind of out of it, you know, like for a certain period of time. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's exhausting. It's just, you know, it's hard to mm. balance family stuff and helping your spouse out with the kids and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, that's crazy. Cause like, I remember thinking like that was such a perfect role for you, um, because of how yeah. like community oriented you've always been um and so i was like dude that's like a the perfect fit um but yeah traveling is not everybody is a ben marks <laughs> that can just like make yeah. that work you know and um yeah you know like and yeah. i don't think he has young kids either i think that's a massive factor no. you know like yeah, exactly. I mean, we're kind of all his young kids, essentially. But yeah, the role was cool. The role fit me. Like yeah. you said, I yeah. love meeting people. I love that side of it. Um, uh, but just for a set period of time, it worked well. And then at the end, it just kind of, I yeah. just needed a, a fresh up, right? Fresh yeah. up change. Um, uh, got back into agency world. Um, helping out this agency kind of focus more into uh, e-commerce and, and that side of stuff and building a team again, which is cool. That's what I've always enjoyed doing back in uh, SiteWords. I enjoy building my team um, and, and this is what I've kind of been in charge of heading up with, with Stefan, um, like the e-commerce side of the team and then strengthening that, which is, which is cool. Yeah. That's super cool, man. Um, mm -hmm. And so uh, that kind of brings us into the remote work uh, side mm -hmm. of things because you started to work remotely. You said that was back in September, so nine months ago-ish, something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Magento was remote. Um, I okay. was based, technically I was based out of Texas when it was Magento and Munich when it was Adobe. Uh but I so SiteWords was the one where you were was, exactly. I, was I finally you. got it. Okay. Then Magenta was remote. Um, technically, I had a desk in an office, but I don't. I never went. Gotcha. Uh, um, I never even picked up my Adobe badge. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Why would I need it? Right? Hardcore um, remote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then this company now is, I work four days a week, I'm a bit expert, and one should be in the office. Or I can go whenever I want, but I said a minimum one in the office a week. Um, but since Corona, like that's, that's it's all remote, right? So, um, but yeah, I, I really, you know what? I really enjoy going back at least once a week into the office. That was awesome for me. Right mm -hmm. to go from three years of seeing like no one to seeing everyone at conferences, that kind of balance, and then balancing it more, saying, you know, I have my days where I'm at home and I can switch off and focus, like yeah. switch off from the outside world, focus, get get stuff done, right? And then have one day um, where you know what, I go to the office. I don't mind if I'm distracted. Um, the distractions, the building, the team, the connection is easier, right? It's it's. I was talking with someone and it's it's very, very possible to do it remote and I have been doing it for a while. And but it you need to be more proactive. Right? You if you wanna build a team, you need to be more proactive. You need to make connections. You yeah. need to you know, you need to reach out and it's it's a lot easier to do it in an office environment. And I think the difference between good 
good managers and great managers are the ones that can do that when it's remote and don't feel like they're intruding and, and, and kind of respect the privacy of, hey, you're working from home. Yeah, technically, you can load up your computer at any time. But respecting that someone doesn't need to do that, doesn't want to do that, and yeah. that they have a life, right, and, yeah. and, uh, outside of work, which is easier to do in the context of an office. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think it's funny. I think that um, there, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of sort of subtopics within uh, remote work, right? And like, mm-hmm. there's what's it like to be a developer working remotely, um, but like, what's it like to be a manager managing remotely mm-hmm. is a whole thing. Um, I think I saw a tweet that like um, it, it was some study or something like that that. Um, uh, basically, the the what they reported was that the uh, the individual employees were reporting higher productivity, and then the managers were reporting lower productivity. <laughs> so it's like, what's going on there with you know the data? Um, yeah. But I could sort of intuitively understand how it could feel that way, um, and I'm curious, like what sort of like what percentage management like do you do? I know you were mentioned you were doing some coding. So imagine you do some coding, some managing team building. And then like, what's that whole side of things like? Like you kind of, you kind of started yeah. to talk about it a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Um, but like, how do you manage effectively when you're remote? Sure. Yeah. Like, so for me personally, it's kind of, it changes. So when I need to do more management, I can do at the moment, the e-commerce team is relatively small. Um, so there's like one other backend developer, front end, the PM, and, and someone doing sales for us, right? So, so there isn't too much management to be doing most of the time when we're doing projects. It's single projects, which makes it a lot easier. Um, and quite often we will help other agencies out rather than going directly to the customer. So then that kind of also helps us out a little bit as well, right? So. I would say there are days, there are weeks when it's 100% coding, and there are weeks when it's like 20% kind of stuff, right? But I would say on average, one day management to three days development or two two kind of thing would be my rough kind of, uh, at least for the last six months. That's how it feels. <laughs> yeah, and I think. The, the, yeah, like you said, the development side of it's definitely a lot easier, right? You get the task, you sit down, put your headphones on, you're like, cool, play some music and get stuff done, right? And the management side is is a lot harder. I think the the way the way to do meetings, you do definitely need a lot more structure. For me, putting my developer hat on, I've enjoyed everyone being remote more because everyone's in the same boat. Whereas previously we had a mix of remote and in-office work. And so if you were in the office, you get a better experience with meetings, right? Yeah. Um, whereas if you've got like one person dialing in and then three people in the office, the person is dialing in 95% of the time <laughs> gets the worst experience, right? Yeah. And then, um, and so I think that this experience for us has is, is been pretty good. And like we've we've migrated um, uh, chat tools and, and emailing and, 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 and tasks and communication kind of side of stuff of our work in, in the last uh, three months kind of over time just because we noticed at the beginning of the year, you know what, this wasn't working as well as we could make it, but let's improve it. Um, and... Uh, it's definitely a lot smoother now. We have a more structure, um, which is all, all it's good. And I think one of the big things is having things written down is, is always a big thing, right? So, like, for me, I will block out in my calendar when, when I'm not working and so that people know, like, hey, this is when I can contact David, this is when it's free. This is, you know, so like I'll block out my lunch break, which I wouldn't have done if I was in the office because it was obvious I'm not at my desk, right? Or if I'm starting later on a day, I'll block that out. Whereas I don't think I would have ever done that in an office environment. Mm -hmm. But with with remote, you kind of need to be able to kind of 
show when people can communicate. Like you need to be more explicit about when communication is happening. But that's interesting. So instead of like, I would, I would imagine the way most people do it is if there's an empty spot in your calendar, then it's open to schedule something. But it sounds like you kind of maybe invert that where unless you say this is an open spot, then by default, you're, you're busy. Is that kind of the idea? So it's kind of a mix. Like I will block kind of open, like, Hey, this between like one and three, um, on a Friday, you know what, it's not going to be productive. So it's blocked. And at that point, any of my team members can come and grab me. They all know they can grab me at any point in a way. Right. But, um, saying, Hey, this time is, is just for like, like dedicated time. Yeah, yeah, like non-project work, right? I guess, or non-paid work, right? And then, but then also blocking out, being more specific and blocking out my lunch breaks and saying, hey, I'm not available here because people can't see if I'm at a desk or not. Or, um, you know, like Friday being like, you know, we have a, uh, we have a general channel and we make sure that there's a thread of when people are starting and when you're finishing. So, if, if you finish at four, that's completely fine, right? But just make sure that, hey, if I need to know if this person's online or whatever, they've changed their status, they've changed their whatever, just so it's a bit easier for, for the communication. And that goes both ways. So mm-hmm. like, if someone wants to reach out to me, they need to know when I'm available, when I'm not kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. But remote is, is the same in the terms of what you should do. It's just you do need to be more explicit in saying like this is when i'm available this isn't um or you know like and things like one-to-ones have changed in terms of you're having them a zoom call or a remote call or teams or whatever you're using right and and also the uh, being aware like no one wants to sit there for like an hour-long meeting whereas an hour long like i used to do one-to-ones by going and taking the company card and going grabbing a coffee with someone, right? That's how I used to do one-to-ones. And uh, and then and doing an hour that way is great. It's enjoyable. It's, you're getting out. Exactly. You're, yeah. Exactly. During summer, we would go and sit by the river. There's a nice, like, cafe bar kind of thing. Grab a drink, chat for an hour. Everyone's happy. Where it's 40 degrees, you're sat by a computer, um, and no AC. With it. <laughs> exactly. Or you've got even just things like, hey, sitting there with a headset on for a long period of time. We have great headsets from provided from work and they have great quality. Yeah. But they're not comfortable. Um or, or they're not they they're comfortable but Yeah, your ears start to hurt a little bit after a little while and Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so just being aware of that and being like, you know what? How proactive can i be in this meeting if it's a feedback meeting can i make it can i make it 15 minutes and be as productive um and then figuring out other ways of doing like the social side and stuff i noticed you tweeted something recently about do you play games with your uh co-workers and we have something yeah. um, set up on a thursday we used to go out and and go to uh uh, go out and have a drink or, or socialize that way and but we've continued it this way and we just we have a spreadsheet with your name a list of games whether you want to play and whether you don't that nice. kind of thing and you just say hey thursday i'm in and we'll vote on what we're playing or whatever and, and we'll cool. do uh, like so we have a discord channel for game sites so we can all like chat while we're playing that yeah. kind of stuff and um i think it's pretty cool yeah um, a pretty cool way of kind of changing the socializing yeah. aspect. That, that I didn't. Missing I didn't quite realize how um, you know big that was. But I talked to Ricardo mm. Tempesta uh, recently. He mentioned it. I talked to um, Damien Retzinger. Same thing. Mm-hmm. He's like it. You know. And I'm realizing like this is kind of a big um, uh, way for probably anybody, but I think specifically probably remote dev teams probably skew a little more towards playing video games. And it's like this thing that 
is actually, you know, people can maybe associate it being with, with being antisocial, but I think it's become something that's highly social. Um, yeah. you know, in that you're chatting, you got your, I don't know if you do video, do you stream video at the same time or is it just audio? Just uh, audio. Just audio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. um yeah. and I was talking to somebody else that was, uh, saying that their team was kind of struggling to find a time to mm. do something together, uh, cause they're different time zones and whatever. Um, and I think also like, there's something about it. I think that l puts you into like maybe a different, um, like a different mode, a different zone. E like, sure. even though you're at, you're probably still at your desk. Um, like if you were on a zoom call at your desk to like have like a virtual happy hour, it would like, mm -hmm. it would like suck. Right. But I think there's something about a game that it, even though in your same physical space, it probably takes you into kind of a different state of mind where you can actually just like, relax and yeah. enjoy it and stuff, which is, which is so important because we're all spending so much time in front of our computers and stuff like that, not getting out. Like if there's anything that can be done to get mm -hmm. you into a different state of mind to actually relax and unplug, I think that that's, yep. you know, there's some, some, some there. Definitely. Yeah, I think so. I think it's games for me have always been, I've always been social. I haven't really played uh, that's no, that's a lie. There are games that I will play to relax that are like city building games that are normally like just me on my own kind of thing. Um, but then most of the time games have been social for me. So like we used to play them a lot at university in our halls of residence and in our, in our apartments, like we would put together, it was like, Hey, you're all in this hall and you're all doing software engineering or something with computers. Oh, cool. You're on one floor. So obviously we started playing games together and stuff like that. So yeah. it had always been social for me. Um, and I get that. I think there are people that it won't work for. And I think that's the hardest, the hardest part for Corona season and not being able to, to meet up is like, if you don't, if, I don't know, watching films or playing games or reading, if those three things aren't for you, you must be going mad right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I don't know, like, luckily for me, those, like, I would be more than happy to sit at home yeah, and, yeah. and read or go through some TV or whatever in an evening and and uh, that's ch enough chilling for me. Yeah. Go for a walk maybe now and again and yeah. that's it. Right. But if you're like, you know what, I'm a massive people person. I need to be going out and seeing people. I need to be in big, busy, and like I hate big, busy environments. Right. So it's like, yeah. cool, true, yeah. come true. Um, so I, I definitely think it's for me, it's a lot easier than other people. And there are definitely people in our team that, like, when we when we do the gaming stuff, it's not the whole team. Like I said, we have about 40, 50 people, and, and maybe half of that signed up for the gaming thing but if half 20 people i don't think we're that 20 people that play right yeah so we don't it doesn't cover everyone right and, and that's that's the hardest thing i yeah. think in in this sort of is understanding that it's not for everyone and being being willing to do something else or to like how to make sure that everyone gets the same kind of connection, relaxation. Yeah. Um, like that's tough. I yeah. don't really have a good answer for it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure. Like, I mean, um, I think I was talking to somebody that was trying to organize like a board, like a virtual board game night. Mm -hmm. Right. But I can imagine some people liking that. Some people not. I mean, there's probably nothing that's um, completely universal. Also some, uh, one of the things some people have said is like, you know, why do companies need to force everybody to spend time together off hours? Like just, you know, and, and that's a valid perspective too. like yeah. do your work and then do whatever you want to do off hours. Uh, but there yeah. is something yeah, sure. when I talk to people that do have this kind of thing, there is something I think bonding about it that, um, you know, if you can, if there is a desire to have some level of bonding with your coworkers, you know, I think that's generally a good thing. Um, yeah, definitely. And it, it kind of brings us into the whole kind of mental health uh, side of things that I think it can be, 
it can be tough, you know, working remotely can be isolating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you have to kind of figure out how to make it work for you, how to, um, you know, make your schedule work and things like that, how to find the right balance of getting work done and then having some connection time. Like, like when you said going into the office once a week, uh, was sort of perfect. I think mm-hmm. that there's probably something there that like having that option, even if it's once a week, um, I think there's, there's probably kind of, that's probably sort of an ideal, uh, situation. Um, you know, cause for people that don't have anywhere to go, like, like for me, I kind of work solo from, from home and I have to find ways to connect with people and, you know, whether that's hiking or whatever, but, um, yeah, what, what are, um, I don't know. I don't know how to like, what's been your experience or what do you see, others struggling with? What do you think are some of the common struggles or maybe things that people could do to, um, you know, feel better (laughs) in general? Um, I think like for me talking about it to people, has always been, always been a good thing, right? Like you could sit there and think in your head, you know, I'm going through this and I'm the only one that's ever gone through this or like if i say this to anyone they'll think i'm like they'll hate not want to be friends or not want to you know and i think that that kind of kind of closing off can be very dangerous and i think what is what is always good is to know who you can go to who at any point you can go to talk to and 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 make sure those connections are open Mm -hmm. um I think that's that's super super important to know that there is someone that you can talk to to know who it is when you know being flexible um, on that side. I think yeah, like I will talk to my wife about a lot of stuff. Um, there are people at work, um, Andreas Heigl, I talk to a lot about stuff. Like we we tried to meet up once every two weeks. Uh, we have the two people in the company who work mostly remote so we're both full-time remote with one or two office trips in in the month kind of stuff Mm. and and we live relatively close we're both kind of close enough to frankfurt in germany Uh, so we would meet up like once every two weeks and go for a coffee um we've done that once in the last six months because of the situation but you know um but we both know that we can pin each other and say, hey, can we chat about this, right? Um, Also, getting out fresh air has always been important for me. Uh, We live close to uh, the river, so, like, it's five minutes, and I'm on by the river. It's, like, maybe 100 meters, maybe 200 maximum, and I'm by the river, and it's a cycle path, so it's nice and open, nice and clear, and... um, um, and you know what, like spending time with my kids is always like, it might sound like a distraction, I guess, but I, I can not deal with things, but like seeing a bigger picture um, and like, you know what, like this is getting me down, but in the end, uh, I've still got a ton of privilege, like my job my like i'm not worrying about money that's a big thing right i'm not worrying about like uh, and so enjoying that time as well is 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 like is important um our kids have been off since easter no school no no kindergarten no whatever right yeah and i think Taking that time is is really important. I won't lie to you and say it's been perfect and smooth. I haven't said anything bad to my kids. Right? <laughs> like, I technically school's supposed to start in two weeks here, um, and I'm so looking forward to it if it starts. Right? Yeah. Let's face it, Magento can be a beast to run in the cloud. And that's why Stratus by MageMojo is hosting Evolved. 
Say goodbye to dedicated DevOps teams and complex cloud architecture. With Stratus, you get a rock-solid architecture that's built on Amazon AWS and true cloud auto scale. Never worry about capacity planning ever again with the full power of AWS that's behind your site. Backed by Magento Cloud Architecture Geniuses at MageMojo on technologies like ECS, Kubernetes, Aurora, and also a 15-minute SLA that's the fastest in the entire industry, you can be sure that your site is in good hands with Stratus. Give it a try today, and we know you won't be disappointed. Head over to magemojo.com slash magetalk and get started. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O dot com slash magetalk. Thanks again to Mage Mojo for the continued support of Mage Talk. It's it's like you need healthy separation. Like you need, I think that's yeah. one of the big broader strokes things. You need to be together and you need healthy separation, whether that's from your kids, mm-hmm. from your screen, from um yeah. coworker, you know, like yeah. yeah, everything in, in moderation, right? I think a balance is, is what we're looking for. Um, it's having a balance of all the things that make you you helps you, helps me at least with my mental health. If that, if that becomes an imbalance, like, hey, if, if I do too much of one thing that normally helps me relax, normally helps me be, be better in mental health, I can go down the wrong way right and kind of balancing that kind of uh making sure i do enough of this that yeah makes it a a complete complete me complete picture yeah i think at the moment that's the balancing part is is the tough part right in in the season we're at and um i used to like i still i have mondays off um always and i used to go and meet friends i would you know, and have my social connections were basically Monday. Mm-hmm. And um, since that's gone at the moment, or we had to find a different way of doing it, um, that has been like a challenge for me. Like, I like playing music and stuff like that. And um, what do you play? We, uh, I play the guitar very badly. Okay. So, I, uh, I before I was a, developer i was a sound engineer i still am technically oh, okay, like I've done, nice. done a couple of um like used to kind of weekly do it um like on the weekend and stuff and and so i have enough gear here that i have a little studio set up nice. where i've recorded people and stuff like that and but it also means like hey i have the capability to do like collaboration with people and 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 do that kind of so we would have send like a record something really small send it to a friend they would add a little send it back that kind of stuff nice. whereas normally we would meet up and do that in person it's like okay how can we adapt what i would normally do in in our current situation yeah, yeah. and i think for some people things are easing up or at least they feel like they're easing up for them for me at the moment I still kind of, I see it as like, we're not through it yet. And I have enough privilege that I can work from home and I can be healthy and I can be happy. So why shouldn't I use that for the benefit of people who maybe can't have that, right? There are people that that have to go out, take a risk, take a, you know. And so um, for me, like, I'm trying to find different ways of what I used to do. I'm keeping up that right now, like in the current season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, all of these issues, all of these struggles are, they're real, but we're extremely lucky to be able to work remotely, have a great job. I mean, um, these are all sort of, you know, good problems to have from that uh, perspective for sure. And you can lose sight of that. You know, you can be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not feeling, I know I'm so frustrated with this or that, or, you know, da, 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 da. And it's like, well, it's kind of amazing that we can work remotely. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's pretty sweet. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I caught myself the other day complaining that I couldn't do my normal Monday thing. And my wife's like, yeah, but you don't have to work on a Monday. Like, you don't work five days a week. 
there are people that have to work seven days a week, right? Yeah. Just to survive. So it's like, relax. <laughs> exactly. Right? You know, go, go, go read a book. Go do, you know, like, yeah. Just go relax somewhere else. And yeah. The biggest thing at the moment for me, and I, I figured this out the other day, is I got myself into a routine in Easter time of like evening, I'd run a bath, I'd, I'd sit in, a, in the bath, relax and read. And it was like a perfect ending to my day. Nice. I don't want a bath right now. Too so hot. my evenings, I'm like, oh, heck yeah. But it's already so hot. Why would I go in a bath? So like, I, I, I don't feel like in the evening I've relaxed as much as I had previously. Um, I'm like, oh, that's it. Like, that's what I, it was like. Once or twice a week, I'd have a bath, I'd read and, and relax and just switch off and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I try to make sure that, like, I used to do it more than I do at the moment, but I used to try and do, like, even though I'm home office, I would try and commute to work. So, like, switch off the computer afterwards and go for a walk around the block kind of thing. And beforehand, do that as well, just to try and, like you were saying earlier, get that separation, right? Separation between work. Like, I have a computer here. This is my work computer. And I have my computer here. And this is the computer that I play games of. And you would do. literally walk around the block to commute to your... To, to sit here, right? And then <laughs> I like, afterwards, it. I'd be like, you know what? I, I'm going to play a computer game. But first, I get up, Gotta commute. walk around, and come back and sit in the same spot. But it's just nice. something to make it feel different, something to yeah. have a cut. Like, since switching, the commute has been one of the biggest things I've missed, right? I didn't drive in my commute. I get the train so I could sit and I could read. And it would just make it, like, make me put down work. And, like, and whereas now I'm like, you know what? You feel like you should be working more, right? Like, hey, technically, you should be working your your nine hours. You should be, or however long the contract is, right? Um, but if you think about it, when you're in an office, you're not fully. How do you phrase that? You're not fully productive for that whole time there's a lot of downtime there's a lot of uh like you said interruptions and things like that yeah and i think one of the big things of going remote is you feel guilty or i've definitely felt guilty taking my interruption times because my interruption times weren't like oh i'll grab a coffee with a co-worker i'll go chat with a co-worker and it's work it all felt like work yeah exactly (laughs) it was like working yeah and you're just like what do i do for my break i go chat to my wife i go talk to my kids or i'll go play like a quick game with my kids or whatever and it's like and then that that feels feels like like it's cheating i'm cheating yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I, i think that's a huge thing for people when they switch to remote work is they feel like you know you start it i don't know whether it is nine or whatever you work and you have your lunch break and then you, you work again until the evening. But if you think about it when you're in your office, yeah, there are days where you will be working the whole way through and there are days where you won't be because you have a break here and there. And, you yeah. know, and I think changing mindset so you're not feeling guilty when you, when you, you take those breaks. Yeah. yeah. I almost think that's something that should be kind of normalized that in the sense that if you're working a, a whatever it is, an eight hour day, a nine hour day, um, you know, there should be, let's call it an hour, whatever the number is, there should be some amount of time that you're doing you know, random things and you're going to be doing those things where you are. Just like if you were in the office, you'd be talking at the yeah. water cooler, but you're not at the water cooler. So that's going to mean talking with your wife, playing with your kids for five minutes. It's almost like those things should kind of be baked into your work yeah. day. Um, but that feel there's something that feels weird about that. And mm-hmm. I think that's why something has to be uh, we're all kind of trying to figure this out, you know, like sure. as a world. And I think that that's probably something that should maybe become normal, you know, to some extent. Yeah. I think often a lot of mistakes with regards to like project timing and stuff like that is that people don't factor that sort of stuff in and they will look at it and be like, Hey, we've got so many hours. 
one developer, so divide by whatever, that's this many days, right? We'll be done here. And you're just like, that's that's not how the world works. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, and so, yeah, I think, I think we should be more forgiving on ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, the thing that I miss is going to the sauna. Um, oh, okay. I would, uh, I started going to the sauna at my gym and I'd heard good things about the health benefits or whatever. And I just really, there's so many things I loved about that time. It would, I'd be in there for like 15 minutes. Um, but physically it was this heat challenge and I, I just felt like I was getting healthier, but then also you'd be in there mm-hmm. with a few different, a few guys and you just would chat about random stuff. And it was just this really neat, it was a really cool environment. Um, and I miss that. Every time I go to the gym now, I look to see if it's reopened and it's not, and it's probably never going to reopen. <laughs> and uh, I actually, I tried taking baths a little bit because it's a similar uh, right, thing sure. as far as the heat benefits and stuff. But yeah, it's just not the same. So um, That was the best thing to do in the wind was their baths. <laughs> They were huge, and it's like, oh, at the wind, you know, the wind, yeah, the wind. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I don't care. First night, get in, land, and people are like, oh, you meet up for a drink. I'm like, screw that. I'm having a bath. <laughs> having a bath. <laughs> and I think Dave McCauley the other day, uh, the other last year or two years ago, the last uh, imagine was like, hey, I got some bath bombs I brought with me. Do you want to, like, you brought bath? I'm like, That's awesome. dude, this is another level. <laughs> like, I'm just like, big hot water, I can deal with that. Like, yeah, that's bringing, awesome. like, yeah. That's next level. That's yeah, so exactly. funny. Um, what, what do you, so um, how do you, like, when it comes to stuff like this, struggling with work remotely or whatever, how do you hmm. know, how to know if team members are struggling? Um, you know, a- either as a manager or a team lead or just a- another mm. team member, um, you know, how do you look, how do you look for signs? How do you check in without being weird about, you know, like, how do you think about yeah. that? You know, yeah, I don't even know if I have an answer when it's not remote, to be honest. Um, <laughs> like, if yeah. it's not remote, right, you can see it. See him coming drunk, stumbling all over the place. (laughs) Exactly. You know, like, you can see people that are just not themselves, right? Um, But that's a lot harder to do, especially over, like, a chat format and and things like that. So um, uh, it's it's easier for me if I'm working with someone very pro, like, proactively. Like, if, if there's two of us in the team, three of us in the project, right? And we're having regular calls and regular chats. You get that feeling, right? Oh, this person isn't how they were, right? And for me, I kind of leave it a certain amount of time. If I have the feeling that someone's not right, I will leave it like a day or so, but note it, right? Because... If someone wakes up and it's they're having a bad day, they're having a bad day. That's okay, right? But if someone's having like back to back a couple of bad days, then then I'll go in and just chat to them and see how they're doing and stuff like that. Um, so I guess having a regular contact point is pretty, you know, is pretty useful. Um, we run we run like a a tribe system. So we have two kind of bigger groups with not just project work, but larger groups. And so we'll have like weekly meetings and everyone chats. Like you have a time to say, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm feeling. This is, you know. And we run like a health check survey. So anonymous once a week, you can can, um, kind of give your feedback. Um, I don't think... Feedback is ever anonymous, but Germany, they like their anonymous feedback. Oh, but yeah. I'm like, hey, like, yeah. if I'm filling in like a, a text form and I'm like, Project X is terrible, it's driving me mad, then your manager should be able to know who it is. Even right? in or Germany, like, they can figure that out. <laughs> we had something this week where the, our tribe lead was like, 
three of you were on holiday last week and uh, the scores got better. And I'm like, cool. Now you know, like you've gone from like, here's 20 people and these three people were on holiday. Go chat to them. Right? <laughs> yeah. and, but I, I remembered encouraging, having to encourage people, force people essentially to take holiday, take time off. And then um, uh, I think that's important. That's super important is being aware of who in your team is around, who, who hasn't taken holiday. Um, you need holiday. You need time to refresh. You need, especially, there will be times in agency work where projects are tough, times are tough, and you've got to work hard. Um, and there will be easier times. And especially if hey, you know, hey, this project's just being incredibly tough on people, you don't want to. You know, you don't want to push them to the breaking point. So make sure you know who's taking a holiday, who should be fresher, rotating people around, that kind of stuff is always good. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. We yeah. we have someone in, in our team who's part of their job as part of kind of the HR and the admin side is they will send around a message every now and again and be like, hey, you still have X amount of holidays that left for the year kind of thing like quarterly they will send that round so you know like hey you know what i i took holiday last week and apart from the odd day here and there that was the first holiday like block holiday that i'd had this since july last year yes yeah and it's like oh i didn't even realize because i changed job things were fresh i was getting into it i was getting into the flow and then Last couple of weeks, I'd not be or I hadn't been feeling as good in June and whatever, and and then I'm like, hey, wait, I've I've taken, I need time off. That's that's what I'm, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes it's really just that simple, like, and it can be neglected. It's funny, I I've been thinking about this thing related to like agencies, uh, agency kind of growth rates and. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I, I, I posted this thing recently was like the only way to maintain quality as an agency is slow growth. And I was, mm -hmm. had a few kind of data points in mind when I was saying that. And I think about like in Europe, I, you know, like I think about you guys, like the, what you're talking about. I think about some of the other agencies I know in Europe that are like so balanced, like in the stuff you're talking about, like making sure people take vacation, um, and do things in a way that is, I think, really main, like long-term maintainable. Whereas sure. I feel like in the U S it's less likely to be that way. There's, there's a lot of situations where it's like, grow, 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 grow. And, and, um, yeah. you know, and I, that's probably symptomatic of just the larger business culture in U S versus Europe. But I feel like there's something specifically yeah. within you know agencies that i like how you guys do it out there you know i think i don't think i would i think i would struggle to be um self-employed because first of all i don't think i trust myself to give myself the time off <laughs> um but also i think it's quite hard to define what success is right and I think a lot of agencies, the easy thing to say for agencies or companies, success is your profit, right? Or like how much you've grown compared to last year. And I don't know how maintainable that is. You can have a successful year and the growth is zero. Right? Like you can have, and I think just there are certain, maybe certain uh industries maybe there's certain sectors i don't know uh but they just don't feel as healthy i think about issues with like banking side of stuff where it's like you're not here you've got to make this amount of profit and it's got to keep going up and up and i'm like surely at some point we hit a ceiling right surely i think and i think it's like how 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 does this this world how have we got into this status where it's like if you are not getting uh if you're not getting a promotion or if you're not getting a pay rise it's not a successful year or, but it, i'm like heck if if i if i've got enough money to survive on 
is that not success? I have enough money to survive on and I have a higher level of happiness and satisfaction. Yeah. Surely that's way better for me than, uh, than higher salary and a worse off feeling. Right. Yeah. And, and I, and I think that I don't know whether agencies or what type of companies or whatever, but there are certain types of companies that are better at that and certain that are worse. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's perfect. There are people that come and go. There are, you know, there are people that are good at agency life. There are people that are not good at agency life. Um, I've done, been lucky enough to do both agency and, and product side. And you know what? Sometimes product's super nice because it's your product in the end. So you have, or it's, even if it's not your product, you're working on a single product. Yeah. Sometimes that's fantastic. You can see the growth, you can see the progress. Yeah. Agency, it's like you do six months worth of work and then it's your baby and then someone takes it away from you kind of thing. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, you know, or like whatever it is. And uh, I think that sometimes that's a lot easier. And I think we can do it we can do as humans we can do a better job at defining success and i think it's very easy to define success by money or by percentage growth on some figure yeah yeah yeah. i'm like has anyone ever defined success as percentage growth of happiness of my employees (laughs) right right. like you know what i mean yeah um (sighs) do you know who derek sivers is um, no. I think you'd like him. He's, uh, he's an interesting guy. He's written some books and stuff like that. But, um, I, he said something recently, he was asked how you define success. And I, I loved his answer, which was, uh, simply f- the feeling of feeling proud. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's a hundred percent it. So if you do something and you feel proud of the result, you're successful. It doesn't matter if X dollars, sure. Y dollars, whatever. Um, if you mm-hmm. write a song and you feel good about it and you didn't make any extra money, right? If there's a project and yeah. you, you know, there was a small amount of profit or whatever, but everybody had a great time. Everybody was proud of it. Right. Like I, yeah. I, I, I thought that was a great definition. And I, I've been thinking about that a lot too. Like what makes you success, what makes you happy, you know, and like yeah. trying to figure that out, um, can be, uh, can be hard, you know, mm-hmm. um, Definitely. and stuff Definitely. like that, you know, and we can sort of be oriented to like, this is what success is or work, work, more work, more work, more money. Yeah. And then you kind of go, I don't know. I think taking walks makes me happy. I think that like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. um, success is when I, uh, get up when I'm not grumpy with my family. Right. You know, it's like, cool. Right, like that's good. Exactly. Um, uh, like, I think that I think that we have look it, the way the where we are in the world. We're very privileged. Like, I if the worst thing happened and I was out of a job, I could very easily find another one. I think I could. You know, I don't think I would struggle. Yeah, it would be hard because of the way that I've built or we've built our life, right? Um, uh, but, like, in the last couple of years, we really kind of stripped back on, on certain things, figured out what makes us happy as a family, what our priorities are. Um, that's why one of the things when I switched to, to bid expert was I was like, I only want to work four days, right? I, I don't can you give me enough salary that it's enough, like, I'm balanced? That it's enough, yeah. Like, exactly. Like, I'm not going to go in, I'm terrible when it comes to, like, salary negotiation or whatever. I would be terrible. Like, I normally go in and give the actual value that's enough, right? Rather than going over and then working back or whatever, right? My mom is really good at this. My dad is terrible at it. And unfortunately, I got all of that from my dad's side. <laughs> I went in and I'm like, hey, I want to work four days. This is how much. And if you can tell, if, if you can say this and, and four days and this amount of salary, then I'm yours kind of thing. Yeah. And 
I'm sure there are people that could bargain a lot better than me. Um, but apart from the heat, I sleep pretty well at night. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. You know, like there can be this race towards more and more and more and more. Um, and I think it's cool to, to, um, if that's the route, you know, you want to go. Um, but the more and the more isn't going to make you happy in and of itself. You know, it's, if if that, if, if you have a goal for it and and you have a reason for it, that's great. But more and more for the sake of more and more, at some point you're going to realize like, you know, it only goes so far. Um, yeah, and uh, I think I think you got to have a goal. You got to know what you're going for, um, and one of the one of the parts of that could be money, right? Comfortably, like getting yourself so you're comfortable. You can look after your family. You can like I'm the only one in this household that works, which is amazing that we can do that. Yeah, or that does paid work. Let's put it that right, way. Right, My right, wife right, does right, right. A whole lot like, of work. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not just family stuff. She volunteers a lot and stuff like that, but we have the flexibility to do that. Right. So there's a yeah. big, a big uh, kind of privilege on that side. And, um, I think it, it's important to, to see, to go back, see the bigger picture, see, you know, like, and my, my mom said something to me, when we were talking about finances, she's like, just make sure you don't save up all the money and never actually do anything with it. <laughs> like, like saving up with a goal in mind is fantastic, right? Yeah. Saving up to buy a house, saving up to buy something is, is cool. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Right? Um, but my parents were always in the like, we're going to put money aside just in case, right? And she, her big recommendation after... I don't know, years and years once they retired, which is like, figure out how much you need set aside so that you're comfortable and then do something with the rest of it. Have fun. Take the kids out. Live your life. On holidays. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, sure, have, have some set aside for, for rainy days. Have some, because there will be ups and downs, right? So have that kind of buffer. Yeah. But don't go over the top. Know what your goal is for that buffer. And then once you've got over that, have some fun with it, you know? Um, so yeah, yeah, totally. Awesome, man. Well, Hey, we're at our, at our time here. We didn't get to some of the Magento functional <gasps> testing stuff, oh, but, uh, we just talked about life. <laughs> we'll have to do another one of these soon so we can get more <laughs> into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, where can, uh, people find you online? Uh, I am on Twitter. ManSD, at ManSD. It's probably the easiest option. Um, I got rid of all social media on my phone. That's something I did. Oh, nice. So we got to talk about I that. I have too. to be, yeah, exactly. I, I, so I am relatively hard to get contact, but if you tweet me, I'll get around to it in a couple of days. Nice. Uh, the people that need me urgently have my phone number. That's my kind of mindset. Um, but yeah, Twitter is probably the best place. I try and be. I'm trying to be more active. I toned down on my social media after leaving Magento because a lot of it was social media focused. Right. And I never really picked up again on it. But I'm slowly getting there. I want to do some more articles and blogs and stuff, but cool. all in due time. Nice, yeah, nice man. Twitter's the best place. Well, thanks again for, for joining in. Had a lot of fun. And uh, thanks, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll see you soon. 